Hello, I'm your host, Celia Sasser, and I just want to take this time to thank you for being here and inviting you into my world of She's Magic. So if you are a female entrepreneur or you are interested in becoming an entrepreneur, but you're highly sensitive and you're always giving from an empty cup and navigating this world, feeling burnt out and there's nothing left for you and you've lost your magic, then you're in the right place. So I just want to welcome you and thank you for being here. And I look forward to connecting with you through each episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of She's Magic. I'm your host, Celia Sasser, and today's episode, I will be talking about your vibration and the law of attraction. So what is the law of attraction anyway? The law of attraction is when you attract things to you. Now, what people get confused with the law of attraction is that they focus on the visual aspect, right? Not saying that the visual aspect does not work because we do see in pictures. So we need to visualize things in order to change our vibration. When you change your vibration, you attract. So If you are trying to manifest something in your life and you don't believe that it's going to work or you don't believe that you are deserving of it or you have low self-worth, you're vibrating at a lower frequency. When you are vibrating at a lower frequency, you cannot be a match to attract something that is at a higher vibration. That higher vibration, thing, person, place, whatever it is you're trying to manifest in your life will not find you, okay? Because you're not chasing it. When you chase things, you are creating resistance. You want to attract things to you. So how do we attract things through a vibration, Well, you have an aura and this aura surrounds your body. It is the same reason why you can go to any public space and read people. You're not reading their mind. You're reading their aura. Your aura is this invisible outline of your body that uh, radiates outwards, okay? And you can read people's vibration. You're not reading their mind. You don't automatically know how they're feeling because you're reading their mind. You are reading their aura, which is holding their vibration, okay? So it is the reason why you can go in And you can sense other people, how they're feeling, or if they're in a bad mood, or um, if they're sad or they're happy because you're reading their vibration. Now, if you are an empathic person, you might find that your vibration 
is so strong in holding a place and holding a place for other people who want to attract to your vibration because they don't have any other release. So what I mean by that is, have you ever um, just had somebody that you don't even know decide they're going to dump on you what's going on in your life and you're like, whoa, what's going on in their life, not your life, but what's going on in in their life and you're just like, whoa, I don't even know this person. Why did they tell me this? Okay. And it is because that person read your vibration and they knew that it was safe. It was safe to dump whatever was going on in their life with you because that is the vibration that your aura holds. And, you know, I, I've heard this before with others where they attract relationships where the person is, um, they, they have problems, right? And the reason is, is because you are vibrating at that frequency that you are safe. So the other person feels it is, it is a safe place to, or you are a safe place to be able to be vulnerable. Now, when this comes to, um, you know, male and female relationships, there's a lot of programming around them, around relationships, right? And so men are told that they're not supposed to be vulnerable. So when they choose you as an empath to share their vulnerable side, for some, they could never see you as a partner because they've been vulnerable with you. And society says that that's, you're not supposed to be vulnerable. And their programming is that you have to compete, right? You have to compete in everything you want in life. And so when you think of a relationship, men will, they're really attracted to, to the the competitiveness of finding a partner. Now, I'm not saying that this makes for a great relationship. I'm just talking about the programming that's there along with vibration. And so if you're standoffish and you're not connecting and you're closed off, like you're, you're, um, you're, you're not an empath, right? You're not empathic. The other person will feel like you're a challenge, right? So now they've got to break you open. They've got to be able to win you over. And so that's where you'll find that some some people get more attention, more attraction to them because attention and attraction are similar um, than others. And that is because they're coming off as being aloof, um, you know, that they're not interested. And so that that's a whole nother conversation for another day, but it, it does lead to a lot of game playing. So I'm speaking to the empaths because I'm a highly sensitive person. And so I know from experience. 
So when you are a highly sensitive person and you are working on law of attraction and you are trying to manifest things in your life, it's very important that you check in with your energy. You check in with, you know, cleansing your energy, because if you're taking on other people all the time where people are dumping their stuff on you, you're not really sure of, is that my emotion or is that their stuff? Okay. And you are even able to read their energy where, um, you know, it's like if somebody dumps on you, if it's in a partnership kind of thing, um, where uh, they they put you in the friend zone, right? It's like because you're a safe place and they know that they can be vulnerable with you without being judged. But because they have opened up to you, you will find that you will grow feelings towards them, even though they're looking at it like you're, you know, like this is a different type of relationship and that's how things get mixed, right? Your emotions get mixed and you start liking this person where you weren't thinking of that in the beginning. And then you find out that, you know, they're still caught up on old relationships and that's what they can't let go. And you think you're going to fix them and you think that you're going to make them desire you. And it's never going to work that way because it started out as them being vulnerable with you. That's the point that I was wanting to make. But as an empath, you have to have healthy boundaries, right? So if you don't want to keep attracting those kind of people into your life, you have to set those boundaries because even though we care about people and we want to help, that's one of when you're a highly sensitive person and you're an empath, you're highly compassionate and you want to help you're here to serve, you're here to guide, you're here to lead. Um, And so you take on, you'll take this on as your problem because you want, you don't want anybody to suffer. And um, you'll invest your time into things that are never going to change, right? Um, If you've ever had a a friendship where they keep dumping on you their problems, what they're going, what's going on in their life, and you keep giving them solid advice and they never take your advice. At some point, you have to step in and have those healthy boundaries and just not do it anymore because time is the only commodity that you'll never get back. So as healers in the world, if you're, you're starting a spiritual business, you know, whether it is, um, you know, providing Reiki energy healing, um, doing tarot cards, uh, coaching, um, whatever profession that you're trying, you're, you're drawn to, if you do not have healthy boundaries, what happens is you end up giving away your most important commodity, which is time. And when we talk about filling up your cup first and giving from the overflow, because everything is energy, you have to start with your own, right? So energetically, you have to make sure that you have the extra time that you're filling your cup up and filling up your cup is with making promises to yourself, keeping those promises to yourself with your goals, 
you know, it could be your health, it could be your, your business or, you know, a job that you're working on or whatever commitments that you've made for, for you, your personal commitments, you have to achieve those personal commitments in order to fill your cup up. And then you give from the overflow, because if you're trying to give from an empty cup, you do not have healthy boundaries. Okay. And your vibration will reflect that because now you're wanting to give, you care for others, you're wanting to, you know, help them out, but it starts to boil into resentment. And when you are giving from resentment, you're vibrating at a lower frequency. Okay. And then you'll find that you attract more, more lower vibrations because when somebody is going through personal issues, they are vibrating at a lower frequency. So it's like they feed on you. You know, you probably heard the saying energy vampires. It's they need their fix with you. Okay. And if you don't have healthy boundaries, you will deplete your energy trying to give it to everybody, which lowers your vibration, which makes it hard for you to manifest the things that you want. These are the commitments. This is the vision you have for yourself. So in order for you to have the vision come to fruition, boundaries are very important because when you have healthy boundaries, what you're saying is I have value. I have value. My time is valuable. And this is not coming from a narcissistic view. This is coming from healthy worth, knowing that you have value and you're not going to just give away your energy because you will never get it back, right? And that's where it's even when you start a business, you want to charge according to the energy that you're giving out. If you're undercharging, then energetically you're going to have resentment because you're not making what you feel you deserve, which causes resistance in your business. And you will find that it's hard for you to attract the clients that you want. But if you charge according to what makes you feel good, then you will attract more people to you because it feels good because you are receiving and what you are receiving feels good. I hope this is making sense. So your vibration is all about feeling good and that is how you attract. That is how you attract your manifestations to you because you are feeling good. And your vibration is tuning into that frequency and it attracts more things that feel good. So my guides wanted me to discuss this with you because um, we are moving into a time where we are in the divine feminine energy. And the divine feminine energy is is creative, self-expressive energy that is compassionate, nurturing, And that really, you know, you're really stepping into caring for others. But again, if you don't have (laughs) those boundaries, you're not going to be able to do the work that you're here to do. And I'm speaking to my healers. It's 
you you can't and, and you know when i think of healers also it's all of the creatives it could you could be an artist you could be an interior designer you can be a landscape designer um you could be a chef um <clears throat> anything creative because the reason why you're doing it is be, not only because you love it but because you're you you love serving others in that way so no matter what you're doing if you are serving others to help raise their vibration, you are a healer. Okay. So I want to clarify that because when we think of spirituality and we think of healing, we automatically go far left, but we're all healers in our own way, whatever you choose to do, because whatever you're attracted to doing, if you're living in your authentic self and you're living your purpose, it is from a place of service. You are doing what you were here, what you were gifted to do on this planet. Okay. So let's get that clear. Now you're probably wondering, well, Celia, how do I, how do I raise my vibration? Because I can't stay positive all the time. And that's another thing with law of attraction where people get twisted is they think that they have to be happy all the time where they're, you know, doing uh, cartwheels in the park, you know. And, you know, we go back, we reference back to having your childlike innocence. Well, even when you think of a child, a child will have tantrums, they'll be sad, they'll cry, they're happy, but they move on, like they just experience that emotion and then they move on. Um, and they learn how to console themselves and then they move forward. But I know there's trauma and I, I don't want to get into that, that the, the depth of that, but I understand there is trauma and there are childhood wounds that you're, you've pushed away and moved away from. And those are affecting you in this lifetime and your manifestations. That's why it's so important to do the inner work. But when you are in your childlike essence, you understand that we are emotional beings and it's okay. If you, if you were raised in a healthy environment, you will know that it's okay to show those emotions, show those aspects of yourself, because this is how you learn how to be comfortable with your intuitive guidance. And you also understand that those emotions that you are feeling are only telling you where you are out of alignment. And so it, you, you begin to understand that your emotions are only your, um, you're navigating your inner navigation, right? It's telling you if you're feeling sad, this is not good. If so, if somebody is in your life and they're making you feel bad about yourself, that's the wrong way. If you're going to a job and you feel horrible every time you walk in the building, that is telling you that is your emotions. And when you deny that, that's when our body holds on to that negative energy and we end up getting sick. So that is where the negative energy comes. It's not always like these negative, it, you know, these negative thoughts, of course, you know, it's like how we critic, 
our critical voice that talks to us, you know, that's from your inner child wounds. But it is even on the daily basis where we know, like even if it comes to food, when we eat something and we know that we shouldn't eat the whole thing or we know that we shouldn't, um, and this is not coming from programming, right? You know, it's like, oh, don't eat that because it'll make you fat. No, but your body has an intuitive guidance. And so if you're craving something sweet, for instance, you can grab something to eat sweet to fulfill that craving. But when you overindulge in it, then your emotions step in and tell you you shouldn't. And then you eat the whole thing and you end up getting sick, right? It's like your body is always speaking to you. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about uh, your what holds energy and and vibration. Just that's my segue in there, because I want you guys to get this and really understand how your vibration is being affected all the time. And the one of the ways is like I was talking about food. So if you aren't eating, <clears throat> excuse me, if you are not eating food that has nutrients, right? You're eating a lot of food that's basically like cardboard. It will cause your vibration to be lower because you're not feeling good. Let's just keep that in mind, feeling good. If you are not drinking enough water, you will feel the out, you'll feel fogginess, you'll feel drained because our bodies are you know, 70, around 70% water. And so we have to have those fluids because when we're dehydrated, we feel tired and then we overeat on things because we think we're hungry and it's this whole vicious cycle. So know that if you want to attract your physical health is also helping you with your manifestation so it's it is not just focusing on the thing that you want it is all aspects of yourself so when you take care of your health you are saying i have value remember we're we're, we're raising our self-worth when we want to manifest And in order for you to focus on your health, you have to have healthy boundaries, going back to giving everybody else your energy and not giving yourself, filling your cup up first. So filling up your cup is starting out with your health. You know, it's eating the right foods. Yes, we all crave, you know, you, if, when you see people that are like, overly obsessive with the foods that they eat. That comes from a control and perfectionism uh, habit, right? But if you are, you have balance and you're like, oh yeah, I I want, you know, I'm going to eat this piece of cake, but then, you know, I'm going to be good. It's like, I just, sometimes you even find when you're so in, into having healthy boundaries and giving yourself what it's asking for. You you have a couple of bites and you don't even want it anymore. It's just you you were craving that. And so it's like you gave yourself that little gift and you're like, okay, that's enough for me. And you just eat with ease 
That's my word of the year is ease. With ease, you just say, okay, I've had enough. Um, But when you try to control it, that's how people, uh, they try these diets and they try to control everything and then they, they fail, right? Because it's coming from perfectionism and it's not coming from being intuitive and listening to what your body needs and what giving yourself um, some grace to be able to try things that, you know, maybe aren't necessarily as good for you, but you're like, oh, I, I can have that because I, I'm pretty disciplined with um, always feeding myself. I'm at a you will find when you eat highly nutrient foods that you don't even crave those. It's like when the first time you taste, like I don't drink soda. And if I were to drink a soda, it would taste so sugary to me and so gross because, and there was a time I did drink soda, but now I just have no desire. And so I would never even think about drinking a soda because it just doesn't taste good. So that remember that with your health. That is one of the ways that you're going to raise your vibration to be able to attract, okay? And, you know, I, I'm not saying that I know if you're listening to this and maybe you have like an autoimmune um, deficiency or um, there's some health problems, you know, energetics plays a big part in that. And I'm not a physician and I know like old Western medicine really focuses on putting a Band-Aid on the symptom, but everything is connected. It's not separate. So your energetics, I just want to leave it with that, is your energetics play a big part on your health, okay? And we are learning now that food, we get our nutrients from food. We focus more, we're focusing more on the nutrients in food to feed our body so that we can be healthy and pay attention to all of the toxins that are being put in our food, okay? So I'm not going to go in deep with with that, but I'm going to leave it with that. So let's talk about your, the area in where you live, your home. Okay. So being that everything has energy, even your home holds energy. The things that you have in your home is energy and it holds a vibration. So your home is vibrating all the time. So if you've ever gone to a house and it doesn't feel good, or you've gone into a building, a, a, you know, a store, an office or something, and you walk in and you know that the energy is bad and you have to leave, or it could even be a concert or whatever, um, anything that you're feeling, your body is telling you that this is not, this is not a good place, right? This is not a safe place. This energy feels off. I need to go. And you can even begin to feel that in your own home. So when we talk about cleansing energy, a lot of people talk about sage, right? It's like we're going to cleanse your home with sage because the smoke in the sage breaks up the negative energy that's in your home. But you have to take it a step further. If you're just saging your home and you're not cleaning your home, right? Because if you've ever noticed that, let's say you deep clean one area in your house, like one room, and it feels good. And so it could be a room like, you know, like for for my house, it has the traditional setup where we have, you know, the the, um, 
the living room and the dining room, the formal living and dining, and then family room. And so like you don't use your living room as often or your dining room. And so it just becomes a space that you pass by. But when you deep clean it and you like you wash the windows, I'm speaking from from my experience, and you like you clean the windows and you dust and you, you know, scrub everything and wash everything. It's feels good. And so you sit in that space more often than you would because the energy feels good and you can feel the the change from one room to the next room. And your space, because the energy, if it doesn't feel good, it affects your vibration. So that even happens with if you're wanting to call in something new in your life. If you're wanting to call something new into your life, and um, it's not, you're not manifesting it. It's because you haven't cleared space for it, right? So the vibration that you're holding onto is, is this vibration of not having space. So if you're, the universe will only give you what you can handle. The universe will only give you what you have space for. So if you are trying to manifest something big and you're, your, your physical space is holding on to energy that is causing you, your vibration to say, I don't have room for this. It'll block your manifestations. So that's why I always say that it's very important that you declutter, you get rid of things that you don't use. You really cleanse the space, you know, dust, clean your like spring cleaning. There's a reason why spring cleaning has become this ritual because, you know, from the winter, the heavy energy of the winter and being in your home all the time, when you finally have the energy shift to newness with the four seasons, you want your space to reflect that. So we, we innately feel this um, this intense energy to want to spring clean, to get rid of the old, to clean the windows, to let in light, let in air. Um, and that is part of our human design. Okay. So your physical space is very important to your vibration. Pay attention to the objects. Do you have a lot of paperwork from an old life? Let's say for instance, and I'm speaking for myself, um, is that, um, paperwork, like having paperwork from an old career and you're starting a new career, you have to let go of the old paperwork to let in the new. And if you have that clutter and that's like the old aspect of yourself, that is where you will, um, just I, really, I want you to just for just one minute, just think about, just look around you and think about what in what in your physical space is holding heavy energy. Now, with that heavy energy, it is a you know, it just it's like it frustrates you right? It could be something in your home that frustrates you. doesn't have to feel sad. doesn't have to feel heavy. It could be frustration. That is your aura saying, we need to move this. We need to shift this. So that's where 
if you understand that things you hold on and this, these could even be things that you hold on to that hold a sad memory and you think you can't let it go because it reminds you of this person. But if it holds a sad vibration, then that's the, the emotion that is, that makes it hard for you to manifest, right? And objects are just things your memories of the person are what you hold dear. It's not the object. The object does not hold the value. It is the memories of the person, okay? So be really intentional about your space. Um, another thing is being intentional, right? I always talk about when you want to manifest, you have to be intentional about what you want to bring in. Okay. So if you're trying to manifest, but you don't have a target, right? You don't have a target, a clear picture of what it is that you want. It is very hard for you to attract and manifest those things because you don't know what you want. So you're just, the energy is just aimlessly trying to find you know, the universe is just aimlessly trying to find a path that leads to what you want because you haven't given it direction. You haven't given the, the universe direction through your energetics. So if you don't know what you want, how is the universe supposed to know what you want? So you must be able to have a clear aim, a clear picture of what it is that you want to bring in. Because if you don't, then you're just getting more of what you're vibrating at. Because remember, your vibration is always attracting. So if you've ever like New Year's resolutions, the beginning of the year, get people pumped up because all of a sudden they're like, this is a new year, have a new clean slate. I'm going to, you know, focus on this and your vibration is high and you're starting to see a little bit of results. And then you start sabotaging yourself because you're going back to your old habits because the newness has worn off and your vibration, you haven't really like cleansed everything in your area and your vibration is resorting back to the same vibration where it feels comfortable. And so that's why, you know, news, new year's resolutions don't really work, but if you're intentional about where you want to direct your energy, then that is where you have more progress because you have a plan and you're just taking action steps to get you there. You're not always focusing on the big picture because the big picture is the ultimate how you're going to measure your manifestation. But it is the person that you're becoming that raises your vibration. So every time you keep the commitment to yourself, every time you stay focused on the direction and where you are headed in on your manifestation, just those little, little steps of achievement raises your vibration. It raises your confidence because you've kept the commitment to yourself now you're saying, I have value, I have worth. And so I'm going to commit 
I'm going to commit to me because I have value. And that raises your vibration and you'll start to see that your manifestations come in quicker because you believe that you are deserving of them. Okay. So Another thing that really blocks your manifestation is not believing that it works, right? Because if you don't believe that it works, then you give up, right? You just, you give up. You say, this is, this is not for me. This doesn't work. But let me just tell you, you are manifesting even if you are unaware of it, because your vibration is always speaking to the universe, always, 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 always. And if your vibration is all over the place and your vibration is focusing on things that are going wrong or your vibration is focusing on heavy energy, you will find that you just can't climb out of that hole, okay? So if you believe, if you have faith, if you trust, and you surrender to that trust and know that what you want is yours and focusing on all of those areas and then setting your intention and putting yourself first and knowing that if you, the law of cause and effect is always working. So if you are focusing on you, then, and you are always doing the right thing, because look, as a highly sensitive person, as an empathic person, you are always coming from good intentions, right? You are always giving from a place of wanting to serve. So of course, with the law of cause and effect, you shall receive. But if your vibration is not in faith of receiving it, not feeling like you're deserving of it, holding on to old, low vibrating things, not taking care of your health, then it's going to take longer for your manifestations to come in because everything is connected. Let me just, let me just reiterate that. Everything is connected. It is not separate. Your relationships in your life, where you work, where you live, um, it's all connected. Okay, you are attracting everything into your life. So if, if something is out of alignment, your finances, if you're finding that you have a hard time holding on to money or attracting money because money is energy, there is something about you that believes that you don't have the value because money is only an exchange for your value. Okay, so there is something in your your energy field that is saying, I don't I'm not deserving of or or if I have money, I have to work hard for it. Um, there could be something in your energetics that you have a very hard time receiving. Like if you had a parent that was always talking about money, 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 and if you don't have money, you don't have value, then you will believe that. And so it makes it very hard for you to receive money because your energetics are saying money is bad. Money is, you know, I don't have value because I don't have value. I'm not deserving of money. So it's very hard for you to receive it. And so this is the energetics that you have to work on in order to be the attractor of money. And when you start realizing that you are already valuable, 
that money is only an exchange for your value, then whatever you are doing, whatever skill set, whatever um, investments you are making in yourself, it is, and I don't want you to get this twisted in thinking like your value is outside of you because you hold your value, but anything that you are drawn to, anything that you love to do, all of your strengths is your value. It is your gifts that you were innately get given and it is your purpose, why you are here. And so you already have the value because you were given those gifts as at birth. So in order for you to think that, oh, because I get a degree, I have value is, is backwards thinking. You already have the value. You already know you have your strengths. You already feel valuable. And maybe there's a skill set that you want to learn to master something in your life. Then that just becomes an added thing, right? You're not coming from the energy of feeling like you're an empty vessel. Okay. So this is where when you have all of those energetics aligned, your aura is vibrating at a clean, feel-good, high-vibrating energy, okay? And that's when your manifestations come in clear because you are saying no to things that don't feel good and you are saying yes to things that feel good. And because you have um, a clear aim and you understand that you're saying yes and no to things that feel good and don't feel good, you are directing the energetics in the universe to what you want because the universe is always going to give you what makes you feel good, more of what makes you feel good. Okay. So what I'd like you to do, um, and, and maybe this will, to give yourself some clarity is, um, take out your journal and answer these questions. Okay. Just so you can start feel, seeing why or uh, understanding why your manifestations are not coming in or where your vibration is at. So the first, first thing I'd like you to um, journal about is what is your belief around desi desire? Okay. What is your belief around what uh, your belief around what you desire? What is your belief around what you desire? Okay. So like I said, if you want more money, what is your belief around money? And do you believe it is possible? What is your belief around what you desire? And do you believe it's possible? And write that out ask those questions and be honest with yourself. You will receive some clarity there. Here's number two. I want you to write this down. What will it take for you to attract and raise your vibration to become in flow with what you desire? So we just talked about, we just talked about all of the areas that hold energy that is affecting your vibration. So in those areas, 
that I was just talking about. What do you have to do? What area needs your focus to help you raise your vibration? Number three, how can you surrender by having faith that you deserve what you want? How can you surrender by having faith that you deserve what you want? Number four question, what action can you take right now to prove that you that your faith is strong? What action can you take right now to prove your faith is strong? So what is it? Where in your life do you need to surrender and know that the universe is always working for you? Okay. Number five, what is the one thing that comes to your mind when you think about manifesting? One thing. Do you believe it works? Do you believe that you're deserving of it? Do you believe that only lucky people manifest? What is your one thing that comes to mind when you think about manifesting? So I'm going to leave you with those journal prompts so that you can get some clarity around your manifestations. And on the next episode, We'll go into depth with those questions. If um, if you want to leave a comment and let me know what came up for you, I would love that. Uh, but this is an exercise that you can do to really figure out where your vibration is and what is blocking you. So I know this was a long episode, um, but I want you to put your best foot forward so that you can become the great manifester that you are. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for being here. Okay, so that's all I have for you today. I want to thank you again for being here. If you're interested in receiving a copy of my book, She's Magic, Learn How to Live an Enchanted Life, that's available on Amazon. You can head to the show notes or my website, celiasasser.com to find the link. Also, I do create a quarterly planner journal, Manifesting Moon Magic. And this is to help you keep track and organize your actions and connect with the moon energy while you are on your manifesting journey. Until next time, keep your vibration high.